Yo, yo, what is up? And welcome to this episode of the Modern Mastery Podcast. My name is Dan Ko, and today we have on Eddie Kwan, who is a writer, email marketer. Uh, he tweets about personal branding, writing, creativity. He helps you become self-paid, enjoy your life, and escape the grind. He is the face behind the Twitter account War on Weakness. We have been growing for a long time together. Uh, we vibe very much. Our, our views on entrepreneurship and creation and just living a good life are very, very similar. And we talk about that a lot in this episode. I fucking love this episode because it is very aligned with my truth and the the messaging behind Modern Mastery as a whole. And before we dive into the actual episode, I want to talk about Modern Mastery HQ, the community. Um, Eddie and I just filmed a training that will be going live next week. Let me actually pick a date for this because we the price will be increasing. So let's say on Monday the 2nd. So in exactly, oh, that's two weeks. Okay, never mind. On the 26th, on July 26th, the first month, your first month of Modern Mastery HQ will go to $27 just because there, there's getting to be too much value in there for me to just give it away for $9.99 to start and then people can go and cancel and it just doesn't make sense. So the initiation fee or the first month of your Modern Mastery HQ subscription is going to go up to $27 on the 26th. So I would highly recommend if you want to get in now for a low rate and lock in that rate, um, join at join.modernmastery.co. And if you want to see one of the trainings, uh, I just made solopreneur foundations free. So you can find that at the link in my bio on Twitter, or just go to join.modernmastery.co slash free dash training and I'll put that in the show notes as well so you can access that and you can check it out you can check out what it's all about before you even join and that's just one training as opposed to the like almost nearly hundreds of articles now and or nearly 100 articles now uh, dozens of trainings just the discord access the habit challenges everything that's included is absolutely insane for the price you would get it at right now which is 9.99 so enough talking about that just join it's it's well worth it and the strategies are timeless they're proven they've helped many many people uh, improve their life and start their business and grow their business and I'm talking like high level creators here I'm not just talking like beginners this this is information that you can use to become a high level uh, creator coach freelancer consultant digital product creator whatever you want to do just just join it's absolutely amazing so with that, let's dive into the episode with Eddie Kwan. Brother Eddie, yeah. what's going on, man? How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great, brother. How are you? I'm doing very good as well. Um, it's been, I think this is, this has been a long time coming. We've been networking for years. Yeah, plural years now on yep. Twitter and man. We have a lot to talk about. As always, I, I don't have anything like written down or scheduled, but I know that we can talk for hours upon hours about 
literally anything regarding what we do because we're on a very, very similar wavelength when it comes to like business and like pursuing really like I feel like we've cracked the code to life in a sense. Like we, we, we know how to monetize really anything like related to our interests. And I feel like that's also, we can talk about this a bit too, but I think that's like the major downfall is like, people don't believe it. It's like, dude, it's, it's quite simple. Really? The (laughs) way I see it, man, I think people come on money, Twitter, or self-development Twitter, whatever you want to call it, because they want freedom, right? Mm-hmm. And they find online business as a as an obvious way to to get that freedom. So they start learning how to freelance. They start learning a skill like copywriting or web development. But in my case, and I'm sure in your case, what you find is when you go into online business is you actually it's cool it is cool it is cool to be able to like control work on your own terms and stuff but if you're just doing sometimes it can feel like you've just created another job for yourself mm. whereas i feel the path that you and i are on right now which is about more about personal branding it's about as you say aligning your personal interests or your personal development with your professional development, professional mm, slash business, yeah. right? And I think when you go on online business, a lot of the advice you get is, um, you know, you shouldn't pursue your interests. You shouldn't pursue your passions. Just focus on developing a skill and making money and just focus on making more money. And then eventually you'll have that freedom. Whereas I think, I don't know. That to me just sounds like a, very similar to the nine to five path, which is you got to make all this money before you get the freedom. Mm. So what I've been thinking about lately is how can we f- develop a lifestyle that allows us to have the freedom to pursue our interests while at the same time developing our business. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the major, the major thing here is that people people tend to overcomplicate this right like i if if you if you and i sat down with one person and just gave them a game plan to hit five thousand dollars a month in six months we could we know exactly what to do like it'd be pretty fucking easy now getting to like 10k 20k 30k which is cool and all, but people aren't too focused on that right now. They just want the 5k. I think skepticism is killing a lot of people's dreams right now because one, this market is wide open. Like you don't have to be a huge mega influencer that you, that these people watch on YouTube or see on Instagram. Like you don't have to have millions upon millions of followers. You can actually, like if you have five to 50,000 followers and you can do this with less followers as well. Like you can make more money than the people that have millions upon millions of followers. Like if you do it right. So the main thing here, absolutely. Right. So it's like the main thing is understanding is one pursuing what you're interested in, 
but then you have you have to have like a very very solid marketing backbone to that whether it's like direct response and understanding how to write promotions and copy for your actual products and services uh if you're selling a high ticket offer like let's say you're doing mindset coaching or spirituality coaching um you understand the sales process and what your unique positioning is and all of that good stuff so marketing is really the key marketing and sales is really a key to all of this is like learn let, let let's break it down step by step i know you're creating a course on this so like what would be what's the first step do you think like is it is i think to, it's, to, to, it's go ahead it's i think it's about developing what we call p- your personal brand um and that i think personal branding it confuses a lot of people because they think mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of people when they see personal branding, they think they have to be like this really fake guru. Yeah. And they have to live a certain kind of lifestyle. Whereas the way I see it is about finding aspects of your real personality and highlighting them online. Mm. So um That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. So for instance, um let's say you are a copywriter. So that's just one aspect of your personality that falls under the skill sets that you bring to the table. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot of other things. Like, so that's that's what we call authority, right? So you talk about this in your Twitter matrix where you have to create content around um, to build your authority so people know, okay, what is the actual skill sets he brings to the table, whether that's web, web development, um, copywriting, what sales, whatever. But then there's the other aspects of your personality, which which is what bring builds the trust and credibility. Which, as you know, you need to sell because people aren't going to buy a high ticket product, much less a twenty dollar product from someone they don't trust and they mm-hmm. don't see as credible. So that's what that's what I'm trying to teach people to do in the new course. Um, so I, I break it down as three different pillars. I think there's authority, um, relatability. So relatability is basically um, telling stories about yourself so people can relate to your journey. And also, and the last one is likability. That's where the personal part of personal branding comes into play. So this is hard to break down because it's quite it's a combination of a lot of little things that you don't really pick up on. Like, and I, and I think it's kind of hard to turn to a formula because I don't want it to feel forced. It's just, these are more sort of guidelines. So when you and I, when you sign clients, right, when you, or when you do joint venture deals with other creators and you and I have talked about this offline where we can, you can approach a sales call with like a script where you're like fully professional stuff. And I think that's really useful. Or you can literally just talk to the other person like a bro and like give them (laughs) genuine advice, handle their objections and say, Hey, listen, I've got this offer. You know, I think it's going to be, it's going to be a good fit for you. And the sale like basically makes itself right. But to get to that point, you know, where you're talking like bros, it's, it's all because of that, all those little 
bits of your personality that you're putting out there on the timeline. Right. So that this is why I'm not fully when it comes to Twitter, when I'm not as much as I like templates and formulas of tweet writing, I think I see that as like a third wheel that you should remove as soon as possible. Because when mm. you start writing tweets, it's a very specific format. So it's kind of hard to find your voice. So having templates helps because you get a bit of engagement. It gives you a bit of confidence. But the idea is eventually you want to remove those templates. You want to create your own templates. That's where the personal, the personal aspect comes to your branding. It's the tone of your voice. It's, it's, you know, if you're a funny guy like Lawrence King, you will, you will use humor as part of mm. your personal branding. But if you're not that guy, if you're that, if you're the serious, like wholesome guy, then be the serious wholesome guy. But yeah. whatever that is, that, that part of your personality, that's what you want to highlight. So that's how, that's the first thing I would say when you're starting a new account, think about, think about which aspects of those three pillars can you put out there to start getting some attention, to start building your audience. Yeah, I agree. And I would even, so just to like cover all bases. Um, so we're talking here, here's the breakdown for people that don't really understand online business at all, right? It's still kind of mystical. doesn't really make sense. Like, okay, how do you make money doing this stuff? Well, one, you need at the start, what we're talking about now, you need an eventual traffic source, right? So if you once you have an offer, a product or service that you create after some time when you feel confident enough to do that, you're going to have to send people to that product or service to buy it. So if you start building an audience, so pretty much your own kind of your own traffic source, then you that's what you do first, right? And you can start getting experience with that and start testing and having fun just enjoying the process of putting content out there and switching from uh, consumer to creator. And the reason we like Twitter so much is one, we're very biased. That's where we have seen the most success Two, the, the whole personal development and online business and other sides of Twitter. I think Twitter as a content, I mean, Twitter as a platform for creators like creators as a whole, people that are intentionally trying to grow their audience, it's very underrated right now. It's not saturated by any means compared, not that like there's ways around saturation with marketing, but even on like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, like the, those platforms are notorious for throwing ads in your face related to every single industry and what you're interested in. Like a lot of people go to Twitter to kind of get a break from that. But with the features that Twitter are releasing and kind of the wave of us new creators on Twitter moving in there, it's just going to keep growing and getting better and better. And I think there's a lot of potential for really anyone on Twitter to grow um, as a beginner, like as someone who doesn't have much um, credentials or like huge celebrity endorsements or like backing that may or may not be required to grow on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. It's the organic growth of Twitter using the right tactics is so much easier than yeah. something like Instagram. Like I still can't crack the code of Instagram. I, I 
don't fucking get it. I've tried, I've tried everything. I've tried responding and replying. It's just so much easier on Twitter and I'm doubling down on that. Plus the podcast and occasional YouTube. I I stop for a bit, but I'm just going to treat it as like, Hey, I I feel like talking about this for a good amount of time. I'm going to sit down and record a video. Yep. But I want to highlight a point that you made just then, which is that you don't have to be, you don't even have to have any skills to start to build an audience. And I'll tell you why. As you gain more experience, the tone of your voice is going to change. So I talk about this in my course where there's three different levels of authority. So when you have no experience, the authority that you're speaking from is someone who is who is just basically putting dipping your toes in the water. You're, you're, you're speaking from a, from the point of view of a fellow peer, where you're t- you're, you're just dis- you're just um, telling the story of you learning a skill. And then mm-hmm. what's the next stage? The next stage is you use the skill, and you go and you get your first client. Now you're not just speaking to people who are interested in learning a new skill alongside you. You're also speaking to people who are six to 12 months behind you who are trying to get a first client, mm-hmm. right? Then once you have a couple of months or a couple of years of success of getting clients, of building your agency or whatever, then you're now uh, you know, expanding your authority into the expert level where you are a recognized expert. You've got years of experience. You've worked with tons of clients. You've made hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars for your clients. And so as you're, as you develop in this journey of going from being a nobody to learning a skill, to getting one client, to getting 10 clients, to scaling it into a six, seven figure business, you're building these audience members alongside you as you develop your hero journey. That's why I love this idea mm. of, um, as I say, aligning your personal development with your pr- professional development. That's the beauty of building a personal brand, in my opinion, because especially on Twitter, because as I say, you're not, you're not starting as the go-to guru. You're starting as just regular Joe. As long as you're being transparent with your development and you do that through your content, um, you're going to bring along people uh, who are sort of like watching on the sidelines and then, you know, eventually you inspire them to join the race and they become mm-hmm. part of that, of that journey. And then they go off and start their own audiences. Yeah. No, that dude, that's a beautiful way of putting it. And I, I had been like formulating this myself. I showed you, I think I showed you the experience marketing I, I like coined it that, but really it's, it's just a better way of saying personal branding, like in this context, because I really, I really fucking like the way you put that because that's what all of us have done. Like we, we all start at different points on mm-hmm. Twitter. Like I started after I had done all the web design stuff. So I had some credibility there, but even then, like me starting on Twitter was starting an entirely new hero journey mm-hmm. or hero's journey. And that's that's really it because then like as i it's so weird like coming back to this because in the past like three youtube videos and other things i've been talking about this idea of like iteration right that's all it is really that's the simplest way to put it is iteration yes. but it's cool how many times that comes up 
as an example, it's like web design, my web design knowledge turned into funnel consulting. Like this entire time, like the longer you're in the game, it just gets easier and easier. And it's, it's great because you have so much experience and like leverage in that aspect that you can really, you, you can create like very unique and effective offers that like get results and you can charge accordingly and you can reduce time spent on your end just through your own creativity and however you want to do it. And so like my web design experience turned into funnel consulting when I got on Twitter and now it still kind of is funnel consulting, but I've created products along the way and I've locked in my systems in a sense. That's what my products are really. It's like, I just wrote my systems and processes put them in a consumable format, productized format, sold those. And then I have my consulting slash hybrid consulting on the back end, where like I help people do everything that I've done because that's what the personal branding is, right? Mm -hmm. The more experience you gain, the more leverage you have in terms of what you can sell. Because now it's like, Before I started on Twitter, I could consult people for their websites or landing pages, possibly their copy or just funnel in general, maybe their emails. But now it's like I can I can consult on the whole shebang. Like I can consult on like Twitter personal branding for their traffic source, which is very unique compared to like paid ads or Instagram shout outs or YouTube growth. It's like, Oh, Twitter. That's, that sounds cool. And it's a, actually a very effective way to grow. Wow. And then, yeah. uh, after that, it's like, okay, now, uh, we do offer creation, right? I studied that for a bit. So it's like, now we have the traffic source and offer creation. So we have a good offer and someone to sell it to, and then sales knowledge. So you can do high ticket sales and then consulting on building out the back end funnel ongoing and that's that's really all it is so like my web design freelancing offer has turned into like over the past year year and a half has turned into this which i can charge exponentially more for because i can practically guarantee results with this stuff because of the leverage i have and it's just funner and easier because you're working with people that you talk to every single day on twitter right and then eventually like we can branch out into Instagram, YouTube, figure that out. Like that's another mountain to conquer. But once we do that, that just gives us even more leverage. Like then we can use that as a selling point and help people in those regards. And it's, it's just great, man. Like I, I would not recommend any other business model, especially if people listening to this. Yeah. I think what makes Twitter unique compared to other platforms and rogue wealth tweeted about this the other day like it's not just a social media platform it's a networking platform mm-hmm. so even if you don't have a product or an offer to sell you can network with with people and get jobs if that's what you're if it, you know if you're um whatever industry you're in if you're looking for a better job you look for a specific opportunity there are people that will mm-hmm. hire you just based on like um, the credibility and the and that authority that you built through your Twitter account, like it always makes me like there's a lot of 
you know, especially on money Twitter, there's there's a lot of people. I'm not going to name any accounts, but there's certain accounts that will <laughs> criticize other accounts for monetizing, right? Mm-hmm. But if you really think about it, those accounts wouldn't be there if they weren't getting something from it, and they're definitely making contacts through the DMs. And building, expanding their network, so they are in a way monetizing. Just they're just not monetizing directly with a product, but they're still expanding their network. They're still creating opportunities. And I guarantee a lot of them have generated, um, have created business um, business deals and, and and opportunities that they wouldn't have gotten had they not created their Twitter account, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's the cool thing about Twitter. You can build an audience to sell your own stuff, to sell your own offers, but you can also network with, you know, all the influencers and all the um, power players in your market or your niche. Yeah, no, that's that's powerful, man. <laughs> I've I've dude, I've gotten to the point with all of this shit, like all of the drama. I, I don't know if I call it drama, but. And you like only it's funny because only us, like only the creators on Twitter will understand like what we're talking about here. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's that's the funny thing and why we should probably just disregard it uh, with the whole like platitude arguments and the whole monetization arguments and like all of the gatekeeping behind like who can sell what and what credentials you need to have before you start selling. It's just all bullshit, dude. Like if you yeah. have if you're able to think critically and have like a good conscious and want to actually provide good to the world through your products, then sell whatever the fuck you want. Like if you're a good human being, do what you want. If you're not a good human being, you're probably going to be taken down at some point. And like, that's just natural selection at that point. So I don't understand why people like get so butthurt over it unless it's because they're trying to get engagement. But I, I don't know, man, like I'm, I've, I'm really getting to the point where it's just like, I'm rarely on Twitter anymore aside yep. from like to reply to people and like network. But aside from that, like I'm just muting and blocking people left and right. And because it fucks with your content creation too. It's like, yeah. Oh, I, I can't tweet this because it's too simple or I can't tweet this because this guy said um, like this guy actually brought up a good point and you start thinking about it too much which is like a blessing and a curse because you're refining your thought process but then the ideas just aren't clear like there's no there's no flow of thoughts when you're actually writing the content and you're pandering or like you're catering to these other people that you're you're just seeing at random on twitter which it's Blessing and a curse, as I said, but I'm getting back into the flow of like, I'm just going through. Yeah, I think you heard this on the round table that we were just in, um, where I'm just going to go through all of my old tweets, take like the idea of the tweet, and then just write whatever comes to mind first and like just let it flow, edit if I have to, and see how that does for a good month or two. And I think that would really help with just like turning ideas into content and getting very good at that yeah i think there's only two things that you should consider when it comes to creating your content i think a whatever it is that grows your brand so whatever it is that builds your authority your relatability your likability as i discussed and two 
um, content that helps your your um, your audience advance in their mm-hmm. progress, whatever that progress may be, whether you're in health, wealth, whatever. And aside from those two things, who cares? You know, on Twitter, it's, it's like three things. It's 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 your your brand, your audience, and what other Twitter creators think, which is just stupid. <laughs> you should just throw that out the window, as you just say, and do what you want. As long as you're not attacking anyone, you're not stepping on anyone's toes, do what you want. You want to be a Platitude account with 80,000 followers? Go for it. I don't care. It doesn't, you know. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect you, right? Right. Yeah. But if you do that, if you're listening to this, we would heavily encourage you to read up on some marketing sales. Make sure yes. you're... <laughs> we, 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 we don't want you to start doing that because we want yeah. you to make money with this. Yes. But if you do end up doing it, we're not going to call you out on the timeline for it. That's, we'll leave that to other people. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for that clarity. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, dude, I'm loving this conversation already because like everything you're saying, we, we're on such the fucking same wavelength. And here's, a, I guess, another lesson for people is like, and I think this proves that the whole saturation thing is just bullshit. Like the money is in like very, it flows very well to people that know what they're doing and it doesn't really matter. Like if if someone else came along with a community like Modern Mastery HQ, it wouldn't really matter because we're personal brands, right? Like we each, the the people will gravitate towards one or another based on our personality and our experience and how we promote it. And if it resonates with that individual more, right? We're not yes. confined to like a brand mission. Well, we are in a sense like a personal brand mission, but people vibe with the individual as opposed to like a brand and their specific marketing and the marketing on top helps with that. Yeah. That, that is let's, let's uh, drill into what you just said there, because I think it's a hugely important point that discourages a lot of people from even starting. Like mm. there's a lot of, especially on money Twitter, there's a lot of focus that you have to have authority, which obviously you do. As I just said, you do have to have authority. But beyond that, as you say, it's about how your audience resonates with your particular brand. Mm-hmm. Because, like, at the end of that, let's say I'll, you were in the let's say we were in the weight loss niche, right? And we were helping regular uh, people, you know, middle aged people lose weight. You know, I could I could have a particular version of like explaining my story and my health loss my weight loss journey and you could have a, a different story but for some reason for some reason my audience just likes the way I talk about it and your audience just likes the way you talk about it right you know and and, and that difference can be very very subtle like for example while we're on the health topic some health coaches have a very, very hardcore tone. Like you have to, like they're very, very hardcore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas, and then, and then you have certain health coaches who are a bit more like laid back. They're not like as hardcore. They're just, you know, very, very, uh, they just dish out actionable advice, but they don't, they're not really fall into the whole discipline talk. 
Yeah. And that's okay. You know, they just attract a different audience, even though their technical content about like the specifics of how to diet and how to intermittent fast and all those things are like very similar because it's just science, right? Mm-hmm. But the way they tell this story and the way they build that relationship with their audience is going to be very different. That's why I tell people like the number one, the most valuable thing in your personal brand isn't necessarily your skill set. It's the quality of the relationship with your audience. Mm -hmm. Because if you have that relationship, which is built, as I say, on, on not just your personality, but also your authority and your level of skill, um, then you're good to go. Then making the sale, it's just a matter of like giving them a good offer. Right. Yeah, that's, I like that a lot because, <laughs> and, and I, I can, I can kind of understand why some of the bigger, like more authoritative creators get pissed off at this mm-hmm. is because like some guys, like the people that are paying for online coaches, they're paying for the person behind the offer. They're, they're paying for the person that is training yes. them. Right. If you're a personal brand. So I could see why some people would get pissed where like if a coach is dishing out the most actionable advice, but another coach is landing more clients and making more money simply because he's a more interesting person Mm -hmm. that attracts like those people better. Then I could understand why the whole gatekeeping and like jealousy aspect of things come into play. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, money Twitter is a funny, funny space. Like, according to money Twitter, to be the best account, you basically have to have no personality. You just drop straight value, <laughs> straight actionable advice. You don't, you don't talk about platitudes. You don't, you don't have any fun. You don't show any humor. You just drop actionable advice and just straight value, and that's it. Meanwhile, you don't get much exposure because you're only attracting a very tight crowd. Um. And if that's your style, great. But I think I think what makes creators and brands unique is their personality. And I think there's nothing wrong with sharing that. By the way, mm-hmm. I'm not suggesting you go out there and just like show me every photo of your breakfast, lunch, and dinner and, <laughs> and, and like tell me everything you're doing in your life. No, 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 no. Just, just have a lit, just show a little bit of yourself just so that, you know, you bring the personal part of the personal brand. Right. You know, because that's, that's, that's something that no one can copy. You know, that's literally, that's, if you see yourself as a literal company, and that's why I came up with the name you Inc. um, You know what the, the thing, your USP is your personality, right? Mm -hmm. That's how I see it. Right. I agree. And, and you develop that, through like if your personality sucks great even more reason to do this shit like yeah because getting on calls like this and uh before before twitter like getting on a call would freak me the fuck out and now i'm doing a podcast and i'm able to talk and like articulate my points if you want to become an interesting person just start growing a twitter and (laughs) your your personality will blossom and the better you can handle the emotions of growing an audience because there are some emotions and like pitfalls you fall into. It's not like we're saying this is, it's, it's great. It's a great line of work, but there's struggles that come along with it. 
And I wanted to add something on top of that, but I kind of forgot. What? Fuck. Uh, we were talking about the the um, the advantages of using your unique personality in your branding. Right. Yeah, I, I don't really remember, but <laughs> hopefully it comes back to me. I thought it was good. Uh, I have my notebook here. I should have just taken the note. But uh, so in terms of the like emotions that come up with it. So have there ever been times in your journey where. What's a good way of putting this? I'll make it I'll make it bad. So like, have there ever been times where you thought about quitting? Yeah, yeah. Um so in 2020, I think it was 2020. Yeah, it was 2020. I think it was between, I want to say like April and July, I think around that time. I just experienced what I call Twitter burnout. Mm. And because when I start, I started on Twitter, I think it was late 2019. Because that's when you and I connected, I think. And I, I was just like hooked, like hardcore hooked, really focused on growing my account, um, spending two, three, four hours a day on Twitter. And then it got to a point where I just found, because I was so focused on growing my account and I was making a mistake in that I was trying to, I was spending too much time on Twitter and most of my inspiration was coming from other creators on Twitter. And I kind of like lost sight of what it was all about. Whereas I, I think most of your inspiration for content and things, you know, they should come from your real life experience. And I just wasn't right. doing that. I, like I was just spending too much time on Twitter. I wasn't living my life. And so I kind of just got burnt out and I was just like, man, I, I don't want to be like, I don't want to be spending four or five hours a day on social media you know, this is this is this was not what I signed up for when it came to online business. I I came to online business because I wanted more freedom in my offline life. You know, um, mm -hmm. and so yeah, for, for about two to three months, I was basically doing everything through Hype Theory. I would log onto Twitter for like ten minutes a day, just just to like a few things and leave a few comments to know people to let people know I'm alive. But I got really fed up with it, man, like really, really fed up with it because um, I just found the content on that I was seeing very boring because I felt like so many – like everyone was trying to get on Twitter and everyone's just like copying each other – not copying each other's tweets, but like you know, seeking inspiration from other creators. And it was just the same thing said a thousand different ways. And I just – yeah, I got sick of it. Like there was three months where I was legitimately thinking about – giving it up completely mm. yeah i've definitely been there myself i mean like there's times where one like if you don't you you gradually build the thick skin like for the amount of times you go through that process like even if you think you have thick skin you're gonna get on twitter you're gonna get some like piece of shit commenting on your post for the first time it's going to hit you like the wrong way like you don't know how to navigate that or even understand that it just means absolutely nothing like the first time i got something where they they left like a detailed comment 
pretty much like describing my exact situation. And I'm yeah. like, fuck, like, fuck, that hurts. And yeah. it, it made me want to like quit altogether. He's like, I'm like, this guy's right. Like, what, a, what am I doing with my life right now? And yeah, you just have to be able to navigate that stuff. And it gets better over time. Like I'm now it's just like block. You're out of my fucking face for yes forever now. Like I'm back to the back on the mission. Yeah. But I remembered. Go ahead. Sorry. I just quickly add the other thing I felt overwhelmed with was the notifications. Cause once Ah. you get a few thousand followers and you start and, and, and and that 20 plus, Yep, becomes a standard <laughs> thing every time you log in. It's it. I I I don't know about you, Dan, but the first couple of months I had that every day. I found it overwhelming. It was like it was like the inbox flood. It's like getting yeah. like a hundred emails from your boss. I'm like, fuck, I have to read all these. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing I've tried to detach from. Like now, I don't even check. I don't I don't respond on my phone. Like if I go on my phone on Twitter, it's mostly to just scroll the timeline, which I know I shouldn't be doing. Yeah. And, but like my actual process of going through Twitter is much better now. So like in the mornings, once I've done my routine and gotten everything set up, I'll come, I'll sit at my desk and I'll go to my profile. I won't touch the notifications. I go to my profile. I scroll down to the tweets that have been posted for that day. I'll go to the tweets and then I'll look at like who's quote tweeted it and who's replied. And I just go Mm. through, like them all from there, reply to ones that I need to. And then I go to the next tweet and I like never check the notifications tab. Oh, that's and good. yeah. And then when um, I need to engage or like network with friends and stuff, because it's good to form that like tribe of friends and other things. And I'll go to tweet deck. I'll go to tweet deck and then I can just engage with, I have like three lists there in my DMS and then, so like rarely am I ever on the actual timeline. I'm just focused on lists, DMs, and um, mentions. So do you do that through TweetDeck because you don't want to run the risk of getting lost in your timeline and just scrolling? Yes, and it just makes it easier to like engage with the right people that I know that I should be building the connections with. I'm writing it down now. Use TweetDeck. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's like a good and bad thing because I'm not branching out into who I like associate myself with. It's the same like five to ten people, mm-hmm. which is good. But at the same time, it's kind of self limiting. But I do think that that's a good thing. Like I'm I'm not doing it at the expense of my mental health, right? I'm I'm just yeah. focusing on what I need to actually focus on and go from there. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah. So from, I, I remember the point that I wanted to talk about earlier is um, going, so going broad versus going very niche. And the the main thing that comes to my mind is like people say, and you've mentioned it a tad before, is like Twitter can easily turn into another nine to five job. Like if you're actually going very hard at it and you don't systemize things and et cetera, et cetera. But what, where do you see this going in the future? I'll tell you where I see mine going. My personal brand and modern mastery as a whole, I don't plan on them going anywhere. Like I love doing this work and I would prefer to do this work for the rest of my life. Like even if it's when I'm 
Scott Adams age, just making videos and talking to my audience and having a good time. And then I can use my authority and audience and um, like the traffic that I've built up over the years to fuel other brands and businesses if I do want to build something and sell it. Right. And that's where a lot of people get this wrong is like, they're like, oh, you're, you're never going to be able to sell a personal brand. Right. But why, why does that fucking matter? Like, I, I love doing this work and I don't, I don't want to sell it. Like if I, I can use it to build other businesses faster and sell those businesses faster. So like, to me, that's a win-win and even more of an argument to build a personal brand. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't sell a brand. You, you can't sell a personal brand. Your brand is, it's literally just your online reputation. That's really what a brand comes down to. Now, mm. whether you want to, okay, let's, let's say, for example, you want to quit the game completely. Yeah. Right. Either you, the only way to do that is just to go completely offline, just dis- literally just disappear, which is fine if you want to do that. Um, but yeah, to sell it, nah, you could you could never sell because no one no one can replace you. Like you are you. You're the only person that's like that in, in the world. So where you go, your brand goes with you. Right. Yeah, I like that. That's, it's... that's why I like personal brand because, as I said at the beginning of the uh, of the um, of this podcast, like the the whole point is to align your personal development journey story whatever you want to call it with your with your business development which is your Mm -hmm. brand yeah that's literally the tagline of modern mastery it's uh build yourself build your business become a sovereign individual so it's like lovely yeah we're on the same wavelength man once you launch that course i'll give you if you want i'll give you like 70 percent commissions to the community and if you run that on the back end it's up to you but that'd be cool. Well, that's the whole that's the whole idea. Like, um, I want to build. So everyone's building communities, which is great. And I'm it's gonna, getting, I it's getting pretty saturated. Uh, well, I want I see you know the whole idea of this course is I want to build a an, a newsletter list. So my community is going to be ran through emails. Basically, it's going to be my email list. That's going to be my community. Um, right. I know a lot of people are, are starting more. In, uh, interactive communities like Mod Mastery and Masterclass, which is AOPs, and that's great. Um, but yeah, I want to start something that's email based, so that's the whole idea of this. So I'll uh, I'll, I'll give all the uh, all the uh, MMHQ members access to it for free. Oh hell yeah, hmm. hell yeah to the to the course. It's not it's not going to be an expensive course. Like the launch price is going to be 7 bucks. It's just enough for people to like have a bit of skin in the game because I want I I originally wanted to make it free. Yeah. But what I've realized is that when people get free shit, they don't use it. They just put it in the downloads folder. Yep. So I think 7 bucks, I think I I don't think that's a big ask. I think that's enough for you to like pay attention. Yeah. No, that's more than enough. Uh but I like that. Yeah, so if you guys want free access to that due to Eddie's beautiful heart, join Modern Master <laughs> HQ now. Yeah, and well, well, I'll create a coupon called MMHQ just just for the community. Yeah, <laughs> nice man. Um, what so I really I, want, I, I want everyone in there 
to build their brand. Like I, I, I want, I'm, I'm super right. excited for it because I want, I want to see new brands. You know, I want to see, I want to see fresh content on the timeline. Yeah. And, and what I really want to do, and this is something that I want to talk to you about. I want to, I want to go beyond money Twitter. Like I think we're limiting us, ourselves right. by, by saying we're in money Twitter. I, I love money Twitter, but it's, it's a fucking tiny world. Yeah. You know, like the other day, for example, um, this is going a little bit off topic, but I was checking out this Twitter um, guy who is a, uh, he's a, he's a cook. So he sells like recipe books and he has a um, Patreon account and he's got like 80,000 followers. Like he's not part of money Twitter, but he's building a great brand based around his passion of cooking. You know, I want to, I want to reach out to people like that. Like just regular folks who want to, you know, basically monetize their life. That's what, that's what we're trying to do here with the, that's what you're trying to do with Mod Mastery, right? Basically helping people mm-hmm. live the type of life that gives them maximum freedom, that's aligned right. with their interests, where they don't feel like they're working, with, but they're still they're doing some creative and deep work, but they're not like working a job. Because when you do client work, that, it can feel like that. And I, and I feel the whole yeah. point of working on your own is not to feel like that, but that, that you're working the job. It should feel that you're living your life in sync with your values and beliefs and you happen to make a bit of money to support yourself. That's it. That's all I'm trying to get people to do. Right. Dude, fuck. That was such a good way of putting that. I'm, I'm clipping that. I've, yeah. I've started the clips again. I'm clipping that because dude, that's exact. We're on the same fucking wavelength. I'm, I'm, yeah, dude. <laughs> this is something like I have to disconnect and remind myself of this occasionally because I've, I've been one of the guys that have made a shit ton of money in like month to month. And it, it's one, it's like, okay, now I know that's possible and I can help other people do it. But then there's other people who are promoting like, oh, if you don't make 50K a month, you're just fucking idiot. Or yeah. I mean, they're not that blunt about it, but it comes off that way. And it's like, okay, well, so now I'm in my head like, okay, if I'm not promoting this as like something that'll get you to 50K a month, then I'm a failure. But when in the reality, it's like, no, that's not even that's nowhere close. Like a lot of people don't even want that. I don't even fucking want that. Like I had to I had to step down from my own thing. Like if I can't do what I enjoy with my personal brand at at this point where I'm at, right, like I could I could follow people's advice and go through a lot of pain and like heavy work sessions to get to 100K a month with a service business. I could do that. But i fucking like my quality of life and everything I do shoots through the roof when I am focused on it's it's my new bio but like mind body and spirit and like aligning those with online business right those are the three things that I really fucking enjoy I mean they're the three pillars but they're just the things that increase your quality of life it has very tangible effect on your mood and how you feel throughout the day and your quality of thoughts and just like discipline flows easily with that. And so if that can be the way that you make five to 10 K a month consistently, then I think that is an extremely worthy pursuit. And as you grow and as you scale, as you get to 50 K hundred K followers and then branch into Instagram, YouTube, like it just scales from there. Like give yourself 10 years of building a social audience on multiple different platforms. And I guarantee you'll have no fucking worries in the world after that. 
Like then you can just maintain, like I'm going the long game, like the long and slow game, even though I'm making a good amount of money to sustain myself right now and be able to still invest back in my business. But that's all I want right now. Like I'm very content with my quality of life and I want to keep that going. But those, those asymmetric bets are still building. Like as I put out those content, the pieces of content and other things, my brand will continue to grow and my income will naturally increase alongside of that while I can maintain like the perfect day that I want to, right? Rather than taking people's, like what they say, it's like, oh, if you don't hit seven figures in this next six months, then you're a failure. And it's like, no, dude, like I'm really fucking enjoying my life right now. Yeah. Don't, don't take that away from me because I'm really fucking enjoying it right now. And I like, I know now, like after multiple bouts of going back and forth there, I've, I've finally like realized that this is the way to go for myself. All, all, everything I'm saying is for myself and my own personal preference, but that's, that's what I like, right? Be able to do what you want on a daily basis while getting into some form of creative flow state that uh, creates digital assets in public and allows you to collect some form of an income that can support you. Yeah. I came to this realization when I had I hit, like like I hit a really big income month. Back then it was big income month for me. I hit my first 10k month and I went on Twitter, which I shouldn't have. And I saw <laughs> one of those tweets where it's like if you're not making 20k a month, you're like, you know, you're just like people people were like, "Oh, you know, or seven figures is the new six figures." And I felt <laughs> so unfulfilled. Like I I yeah. really felt unfulfilled and I was like I worked so fucking hard to get to this point, and now, you know, I'm reading a few tweets, and I just feel like shit because I feel yeah. like I haven't achieved anything. Even though, like, a lot of people would be like, "Well, that's a big deal." Um, yeah, I just right. felt so unfulfilled because I was ru- working my ass off, like, you know, dealing with multiple clients, and you know how that is. That can be a bit annoying. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I'm not really living, you know, all the other stuff that you mentioned, you know, which is important to me too which is your mental and your spiritual you know i was laying that slack and i just yeah i didn't feel fulfilled even though right. money twitter tells me i should be feeling fulfilled as my income goes up yeah that's the other thing too like i, I like what you said there because one time man it's so it's so crazy when you've like been stuck in twitter for a bit and then you go and like go to a social event and start talking to people and you're like i have no idea how to talk to you guys because i went to <laughs> i went to a festival right and uh i i we my roommate and i we met this like group of people and we we're vibing having having a good time having great conversation and we started talking about work and you know how this goes. It's like, I don't know what to fucking say. So I like say it as a joke. Like I'm a, I'm a niche micro influencer on Twitter. And <laughs> they, like, we all laughed. I thought it was funny, but they didn't find it as funny as I did. But, uh, like this, this guy pulled me aside and he's like, so you, you know how to make money online. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay, like, what are you, what are you making right now? And it, like at the time, like I had my first like 30 K month. So 
I, I said that and I, I'd say it like kind of quietly and not expecting a reaction because now in my head, it's like 30 K a month isn't a lot of money according to these other big players on Twitter. When in reality, that's a fucking huge amount of money for someone doing this like on Twitter. And so I mention it and he just looks at me like I'm fucking a ghost or like something. He's like, no fucking way. Like it, it was like that Wolf of Wall Street moment where he's like, I'll tell you what, I quit my job right now and I come work for you. And I'm like, I'm more than happy to teach you. Like I love talking about this stuff with people, but it's so crazy how this stuff can like distort your, like how you frame things. And it's for, sometimes it's for the better. Sometimes it's for the worse. For me, like not seeing 30 K a month as a lot of money is for the worse because then I'm just going to work my ass off doing like just like over pushing myself when if I sit back and think of the long game and give myself 10 years, it's like our, our brands right now are, it's an asymmetric bet. It's like crypto. Like if we just stay consistent for 10 years, we have absolutely no worries. Like even if our, we get deplatformed and we still maintain our email list, like we could probably live off that for a good 20 years after that, if it gets big enough. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's making asymmetric bets. That's that's the huge. Um, that should be the, like the, the biggest thing you should focus on if you're building a brand. Yeah, um, it is slow. It's very slow. But uh, but yeah, in five ten years time, it compounds to something that's priceless, really. Yeah, and even if that that's the other thing too is you can make money like quick with this stuff. Like in my program, the program is six months. And my goal is to make people $10,000 or get 10,000 followers. And it's very doable within that time frame. And especially if you have the right offers in place. But the, the thing here is like if you if you don't plan on hiring or uh, even like systemizing or you don't keep that in mind, you don't want to push to like 30, 40K a month just because someone told you to right that like and another thing it is perfectly reasonable and okay to want to do this stuff yourself people will say like i have i have like two team members but the the thing with it is is like people keep telling you like systemize oh hire so you can scale and it's like dude i kind of actually like doing a lot of this myself i enjoy the video editing i enjoy uh, creating the podcast and the content and writing my own tweets and blogs and stuff. And it's just a matter of like systemizing my day in a way to be able to do that. while enjoying, enjoying the times during the day where I'm supposed to be relaxing. Yeah. And that, that that's really it is like, I am content with that. And I know my income will grow over time if I just stick it out. And that's the way that I want to go. Does that make sense? Yeah. Definitely, man. Uh, I I actually really love the um, creating aspect of the, of right. the whole thing. Um, as you say, like, I'm the same. I, I I would never hire anyone to write my tweets because I I, I literally I enjoy it. You know, yeah. to me that's like the one creative outlet that I give myself on a daily basis. Um, so I would never, yeah, I would never do that. I mean, I. I'm not against it, obviously. Like, I have a lot of friends who are actually ghostwriters, but 
I personally, I enjoy that component of, of the business. And it goes, Same, and, and I think that feeds into the whole, you know, as part of the mental and spiritual pillars that you talk. Yeah, about. exactly. Exactly. That's the thing is like, uh, I really like my bio right now. Uh, I just changed it yesterday. I changed my bio yeah, every fucking, you're, you're, you're every fucking day. Bio changing. I know. Uh, but it's here. I'll, I'll tell you what it is right now. I think it, it resonates quite a bit with like what I'm, I'm going to right now. <laughs> so mastery of mind, body and spirit through online entrepreneurship. That's, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Because I'm going to, I've been cutting for a while now. Like fitness is a pretty big passion of mine. Like I love fitness. So I might start, I might just try to do like <laughs> every single niche under one because that's what modern mastery is to an extent. Like I, I like, I've always followed the guys that like, I guess the way of putting it on Twitter is like train everything. But like even the people before that, it's like, that this to me this is the way of life that is extremely fulfilling it's sorry dan can we pause for one second the, the yeah guys. we'll cut this part out i'll be right back cool All right. Nice. Sorry to cut you off there, man. No, you're all good. Uh, but yeah, like the the whole like self-mastery, I guess you, that's a simple way of putting it. It's just fucking self-mastery. It's like yeah. the my philosophy for life, right? That's what makes me happy and fulfilled is improving each pillar, mind, body, spirit, business on or like through business that's that's what i feel like some people will skip like get tripped up on with this whole bio and messaging but it resonates well with me and like other people that understand it is like growing as you've said before growing your business is a result of growing yourself like if you're going the solo like personal brand slash creator route or freelance or anything that's that's it like your business grows alongside you and the more you maintain that, the clearer your thoughts are, the clearer your content is, um, the more energetic you are, the more that displays in your messaging. Like you have to stay on top of your personal development if you want your personal brand to thrive. And so that's what I'm all about because it is, I think, the best way of living, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. And it's sad because there, there's actually... I'm going a little off topic here, but there's brands who will who will build their brand based on self destruction, you know, like yeah. <laughs> like you know, or the uh, or the um, what what do they call it when you promote fat people and like make them proud to be fat? Oh, uh, you know, they're fat. Well, the opposite of fat shaming. Like, if you don't do this, you're a fat shamer. Body, body empowerment. empowerment whatever it's called you <laughs> yeah know, that's you don't want to do that we're, we're we're advocating the opposite we're advocating we're saying you know you should 
develop yourself and build a business around it. Right. Our I enemy... want to go back. You were saying before about the future. Your predictions for the future. Um, ah. I do want to make a point. I think. I think where where social media is going, both Twitter and other platforms, is going more towards live content. Hmm. Like I feel like like with Spaces, um, Periscope. I think Periscope is phasing out. It's phased out already. Mm. Um, but I feel like yeah, that's going to be the future of social media. Um, gonna have to find a way to get around that because I, yeah, I don't know how how much I want to go live, like all day long. But but I I think that's that's yeah, based on all the like the new features that I'm seeing, if it seems mm. that's where social media is going more towards more live slash broadcast content. Yeah, that's interesting. I, <laughs> I'll probably never hop on that. Like sometimes, like I'll, I like getting on Spaces and talking, but like it's, I don't know. I I like the I like being able to like save stuff for later, like watch later on YouTube or um, <laughs> even a podcast. Just download it for when I'm on a long drive or something. So like I, I completely agree. I think the live aspect is extremely powerful in terms of building that connection with your audience, it's a big like sales tool as well. Yes. But yeah, I, I, maybe I'll hop on it. I don't know. <laughs> as of right now, I'm enjoying <laughs> what I'm doing, but in, in terms of like future as well, I want to hear like, what's your, what's your a soft vision for everything? Like what do you plan on doing with Twitter outside of Twitter? Do you, have any of this planned or you're just going with the flow what's your like 10 year yeah. vision Ooh, 10 years long time i'll i'll start with the short term so my immediate vision right now is to as i say um build a larger community through my email list mm. because i i what i've been what i've noticed and i forgot to bring this up when you were asking me about quitting twitter before uh one of the things that frustrated me as I, when I was growing and getting hundreds of followers a day is I've always been drawn to long form, long form content. Mm. So I'm a little bit older. So when I started on the internet, you know, there was a, there was a period of like from 2013 to like 2016 where blogs were really big. This is before social media blew up and you know, and this is before your attention span was completely fucked up, where you would go and read a three, four, five thousand word blog article. It would take you half an hour. And yeah. you wouldn't be checking your phone every few seconds. And that's really the the reason why I got sick of Twitter, because when you're reading tweets and two hundred and eighty char- two hundred and eighty characters, you're actually creating feedback loops in your brain about giving attention. And so mm. During that burnout phase, what happened was I would pick up a book, I would read one paragraph, and I would just get anxious. I'd be like, I'll have to go check my phone. You know, I couldn't even yeah. sit down and read a book for 30 minutes. Whereas five years ago, I could sit down for two hours and read a book, no problem. Mm. And so as a creator, I miss 
writing longer form content, which is why I want to focus on my email list. So that's going to be my main focus in the next six to 12 months is basically I'm going to be building that list. I'm going to be writing more threads and less tweets. Um, because as I say, I, 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 as a creator, I enjoy elaborating on, on my ideas that I can't Mm -hmm. fit within inside one tweet. Um, and then the longer term, Man, similar to you, just really finding a way of life that al- that aligns my personal interests with my business. Yeah, and and similar to you, I also, even though I don't say in my bio, I uh, I also focus on you know the physical, the mental, and the spiritual. Like that, there's you know the three things that when I'm at my ha- happiest, all three of those needs are met. That's what I've noticed. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think of them as pillars. Like mm-hmm. if one falls, it's like three pillars. So it's not like super stable. If one pillar falls, the rest go with it. Yeah. But yeah, man, that's the main thing. Um, I'll touch on mine. So like, uh, th- this is kind of my own downfall, but, and, and it's actually not really right. Because for, in this case, maybe I need to write this down somewhere because this is, would be a part of my system as well. It's like, I like creating products that stem from my personality. Right. Mm, and now okay. there's a way to market those and uh, like use paid ads to like scale them in a sense, but I'm not, I'm not too well read on paid ads. I've ran them before. Not a huge fan. Like my, my plan right now is one, I'm making a good amount of money. Like I can just chill and enjoy the process until it's time to like, run a heavy promotion, but also like I want to build other social channels via Twitter. Like Twitter is my main focus and then fuel the audience into other ones. So the other channels can grow organically as well. And then just build like an empire where I can sell, I can create, I can spend a month creating a cool product related to my interests and what I want to do. I want to write a book at some point, like a bestseller, I really want to have that impact. I think that'd be fucking sick. And I really think the best way of me going about that is building like a huge personal brand network and then selling it directly to that and letting it spread by word of mouth. And at that point, you're like the next James Clear or Tom Bilyeu or something like that. And then you can you can really do whatever you want because you can if you want to get rid of some of the creative stuff, like if you want to spend less time on content creation, easy. If you want to do other things, easy. And then from there, you kind of become the face. But I'm not really focused on that until it actually comes. My focus now is just like enjoying creating content, living life, and collecting money through productized offers. <laughs> yeah. A great I want to highlight an example for all the listeners out there um, of a fantastic personal brand, which I think just is a perfect example of everything we've talked about. And that's Jocko. You know, Jocko, mm. obviously. Yep. So oh, yeah. Jocko, I started following Jocko before he even started his podcast. So I'm very familiar with his journey, but here's a guy who was literally in, in Iraq is in the war. He through a personal contact, he got on the Tim Ferriss podcast. Then his first personal branding move was to start his own podcast where he interviews like veterans and 
he he talks about like uh book reviews and things like that now the guy's got he's got he's written 10 books he's got and i think all of them have been bestsellers he's got a supplement brand he's got a fashion label which he does with another guy where they where they it's where they produce like a hundred percent american made jeans and boots and things like that Mm. he's got his leadership consultancy um and he's got live events I mean, the guy's he, literally, I mean, he's, he's easily ma- making millions, but his brand is so consistent with his, per- that's how he is in real life. Yeah. Um, if you follow his Instagram, like he lives, and he's, he's like the one guru that's not cheesy because he actually lives it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and so that's, that's the type of brand I aspire to build where I'm just, I'm just basically being myself. Uh, and by being myself, I mean living the best version of myself from a self from a self development standpoint, and mm. monetizing that. But monetizing yeah. in a way that helps and motivates my audience to do the same. Right. That to me is the perfect life. Yeah. Same. I think it is for <laughs> a lot of people. Have you given this? This will be like my last question to you. Yeah. Have you given this any thought? So I, in terms of like anyone being able to do this, what, what are your thoughts on that? And then I'll give my, my thoughts. Like who, who has, let's say, let's say, uh, 500,000 people listen to this podcast, which isn't going to happen right now, but how, like, can all of those 500,000 people make it doing what we say? Um, because I'm going to be a, honest it, and say, I, I, don't, I don't think so. That's just the reality. Mm-hmm. But, but if you're willing, first of all, it, it takes courage to put your life online. I feel, I don't know. I don't know about you, but like, I think I was, yeah, I was talking to you about this, about how, when you start tweeting, like if you, you, you're very, very self-conscious about what you're putting out there. You're very yep. self-conscious of like, because it's your voice that you're putting out there and you're afraid of getting judged. So yeah. overcoming that is in itself a challenge. So I think you do have to have a certain amount of confidence and grit to make it as a content creator. So mm-hmm. that's that's the first thing you have to be you have to have balls to like put some aspect of your life out there. It doesn't have to be like I said. You don't have to take selfies and like broadcast your entire life, but you do have to be willing to share a part of yourself with an audience. So I know not everyone's built like that. So I would say immediately that cuts off a certain amount of people. Mm. The other thing is you have to be on the path in terms of self-improvement because uh, like, most that people cuts just, out, that cuts out like 95% of people. Yeah. <laughs> so. Most people are just not, they're just not prioritizing improving your life. Like I, I have, you know, I'll give you an example. I have these friends who are re- watching the, um, the Euros right now, there's like a soccer tournament right now in Europe, right? It's like a big deal if you're European. And, 
you know, they were celebrating yesterday. They were English because England beat Germany. It was a big deal. And, and when they were telling me about it, I, I, have, I was in my – I had my guru hat on. So I, I was just kind of <laughs> like, oh, this is kind of lame. Like, who cares? But the thing is, yep. that's most people. Like, they don't – they're not really worried about personal development. Yeah. Um, they're just they're just kind of like going – they're just surviving, right? They're not focusing mm-hmm. on growth. So I would say there's only two things you need. You have to be – you have to be – there's got to be a part of you that wants to grow in some way, whether that's physically, mentally, or spiritually, whatever, or, or financially. There has to right. be – a desire to grow. So that's number one. Number two is the other, uh, the willingness to share your journey with your audience. If you have those right. two things, I think you can make it. But if you don't have those two things, um, yeah, no, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I completely agree with that. That's a good way of putting it too. Yeah. Because the way notice when I when I said that I didn't say anything about skills. You don't even need skills to start building an audience because of what I discussed earlier, which is that you can build the skill as you're building your audience. That's right. the beauty about this whole thing. Because you're going to have people, hardcore fans, who are going to be like, "Man, I remember when Dan was this broke, fat, skillless motherfucker, and now he's <laughs> like this handsome Chad with like making six figures, and he's come such yes, a long sir. way." You know what I mean? Yeah. So as long as you're growing, as long as you're sharing that growth, man, your people are going to love you for it. And, and and share your losses too because that's part of your journey. Yeah, man. But you've got to try. You've got to step up to the plate. There you go. Yeah. I agree. I was going to say so there's there's this quote that I always come back to. I have no idea who it's from, but it's like anyone can do it, but not everyone. So what what that means is that like one everyone everyone in the scale of the world is not going to listen to this podcast of course uh even further aren't going to even understand the concepts uh even more aren't even going to have like a remote interest in this like they all everyone has their unique interests so like that cuts it down from there half won't even believe in themselves from the start um the others have you as you said just have the bad habits in place where they may start, but that's, they fall into the, I quit under, I quit after two weeks category. And so like anyone that can be consistent and iterate, which is difficult, like we're making it sound easy, but like, if you can just stick it out and follow the basic advice of like being consistent and iterating, refining over time, and also being aware of your faults, right? Because if something isn't working, This is another thing I see a lot of people fall into is like, okay, if you're not growing, if your tweets aren't doing very well, if your offer isn't, if your products aren't selling very well, if you're not getting clients for your service, you have to be aware of that. Like you can't just blame it on the market or saturation. Like you have to change something because there's always a way to change those results, whether it's hiring a coach, buying a new course, just researching and iterating and learning and growing yourself with your business and that that's that's really it like if you go into it with that mindset and you're tenacious tenacity is i guess what you could call that trait as a whole then you will make it like five and i i sound 
like a money Twitter account when I'm saying this, but 5,000, like $5,000 a month, I would argue that 80%, 90% of the world would be very, very well off with that. And a lot of people tend to forget that. And that is extremely, mm, I don't, I don't really want to say like, it's pretty fucking easy to get to 5k a month online. Like that's one to two clients or it's a, it's uh like some sales of a good product right through your audience yeah it's super easy but at the same time like it's it's a huge achievement when you're yeah. comparing it to everyone in the world like that's a huge if you're making five thousand dollars on the internet in the comfort of your home that's a big deal you should be happy with that yeah i mean i'm not saying don't aim high obviously aim higher but man that's a fucking that's a huge huge success yep yeah especially if you're like young man like if i had been if i'd been making this much like if i had started on twitter when i was 18 and was making 5k a month online by the time i was 19 fuck i'd be living like a king man like with my roommates paying (laughs) 400 a month for rent i'd be balling i'd be i'd be a crypto millionaire right now if that had happened to me because at 19 i was making like like 800 bucks a month working part-time <laughs> at a store when I could have done less work online and made that work. So it's, it's crazy, man. But now we're just living and learning and yeah. we've kind of cracked the code in a sense. Now we yeah. just get need to get more people to believe us that this is actually <laughs> a thing. Yeah. And that's really it. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, the takeaway, man, from this talk, if you, yeah, if you're, if you're consistent, if you have a mission to improve your your life in some way, mm-hmm. um, and and you're tenacious, like go out and build your brand today. Don't worry about monetization yet; that will come naturally. Just have a mission and start, you know, start sharing your story with the world, and you will build an audience. It may not be mm-hmm. a massive audience. Or it may be a huge audience. You never know. Um, but you've got to put yourself out there. And I think that's what's holding most people back. I think they're just not willing to put themselves out there. Yeah. Damn. That's it, man. That was, that's a good note to end on. Yeah. Uh, I really, I love this podcast. I knew I would. Because we're, too, man. we have the same, we have the same thoughts. I want to promote the fuck out of this because there was a lot, a lot of gems. And I'm going to have, I'm going to, this will probably be the first podcast where I actually create clips, like five to seven minute clips for YouTube specifically. So I think that'll be cool. And then possibly even break them down further and post them like on the modern mastery Twitter. Cause there were a lot of gems in this man. And when you get your product out, we can get that promoting as well. And I can send you the clips if you want to like use those as firepower. But, yeah, dude, I was I was just planning my um uh, my pre hype schedule this morning. I was mm. going through a uh, Wiz of Ecom's thread, and um I'm very bad at, at pre at pre hyping. <laughs> so uh, am but, I. <laughs> yeah, but that's something I want to work on. So I'll reach out to you. I'm gonna reach out to a bunch of other creators in the network, um, and get some momentum. Hell yeah, hell yeah, sounds good. Um, I appreciate you again for coming on, man. Um. Where can, so where can people find you and 
shameless plug. So if you have any products, services to offer, uh, let loose. So best way to get in touch with me is just on Twitter at war on weakness or in one word. Uh, I have a new course coming out. It's going to be a seven day email based course that shows you how to start and build your personal brand through Twitter specifically. Um, it's going to be very different from every other growth course out there in that it's not going to be tactics focused. It's going to be more about fundamentals and mm. guidelines about how to best frame your brand and how to create content that promotes your brand and builds you an engaged audience. Um, so that'll be out towards the end of next week. So I believe it's Independence Day weekend in America. So that's why I didn't want to launch it this week. Um, yeah. 4th of July is this weekend. So this podcast will come out. Let me see. In two weeks. So okay. pretty good there. Nice. So or like in a week be, and a half. All right. On so the, the Monday. course will probably be out by then, which is fine. Yep. Um, but I will, uh, if you want to get access to it, because I'm going to be launching early um, through my list. So join my list, which is join.eddiequan.com. Nice. And oh, everyone yeah. in Modern Mastery will get access to the, to the new course. So I'll drop that into the um, Discord when it launches. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll be sweet. Nobody, it'll be out before this. So sucks if you're not in Modern Mastery. You should just join anyways because so you don't <laughs> miss out on this kind of stuff. But yeah, <laughs> I, I appreciate that gesture for the community as well. That's awesome. No worries. And, I, want, I want everyone in, in the community to start building a brand. Yeah, a lot of them are killing it right now. Um, like we have the little breakout groups for like the strategy based on their followers. Yep. And it's been awesome to kind of just sneak in and like see what they're doing and strategizing on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I appreciate it. Everyone, please go check out Eddie, follow him on Twitter. Uh, I'll have I'll have all the links he just mentioned in the show notes. So you can just go there and click it very quick. Sweet. But yeah, thank you again, Eddie. Um, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> All right, brother. Thanks a lot for having me on, man. Really appreciate it. This is an yes, awesome sir. chat. Thank you all so much for listening to that episode of the Modern Mastery Podcast with Eddie Kwan, aka War on Weakness. I truly hope you enjoyed it. I love Eddie. He's got a great vibe, he's got a great message. And uh, if you haven't already, follow him. The notes are in the, the show notes. <laughs> uh, and join Modern Mastery HQ before the first month initiation fee goes up to $27 because it will only continue to increase up to like $97 over time. So highly recommend you get in there now um, at join.modernmastery.co. And until then, I'll see you in the community. So we can talk and strategize and get you moving to a better life. And until the next episode of the podcast, I'll see you later.